0: Disney is the happiest place on earth. Well, apparently, no one has ever been standing next to you. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. I am Brandy Kimberly from cutebrandyk.com, and some of you guys know me from my Instagram, Brandy underscore Kimberly. I thought that was a really cute Disney phrase, but to be honest, my husband and I are universal people, Universal Studios, that is. We love Florida, by the way. My husband, he's just obsessed with Universal Studios. It's his happy place and I enjoy it as well. I'm not really a ride person, but I do love the other things that are there at Universal and Halloween Horror Nights is our thing. We've been going once a year since 2017. Maybe I will do a future podcast later in the year about Halloween Horror Nights because it's just so eventful, so much fun. But I will say this, last year in 2020, it was the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Nights and it was canceled, of course, due to COVID. So in April, my husband bought tickets for Halloween Horror Nights, just hoping that things did not you know, that it didn't get canceled. And sure enough, July comes. They make the announcement. HHN is canceled. And we went to Universal Studios anyway. To our luck, the weekend that we got there, Universal Studios decided to bring two haunted houses that weekend. And they had a tribute store, a Beetlejuice theme tribute store that was really fun. I loved it. Um, So the two houses that they opened up was Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and The Bride of Frankenstein, or The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. That's what it was. And it was a very controlled environment. You had to get in a virtual line, and if you didn't, if you didn't um, reserve a spot then you were not guaranteed to get into the house that day and you would have to wait. Well, initially we thought it was just for that weekend, but luckily Universal brought it every day in the month of October until Halloween was over. So people got to see the houses. Also, they had a scavenger hunt and it was really fun. I love going with my husband. It's just such a good time. I cannot... Stress it enough. Like, if you guys ever get the opportunity to go for Halloween Horror Nights to Universal, definitely go. So, while we are on the subject of theme parks, I'm gonna go ahead and share my fun fact for you guys. So, when Disney first opened in 1955, it had a lingerie store on Main Street. It was called Hollywood. Maxwell Intimate Apparel. It included an animatronic, which was a figure called Wizard of Bras. Now, I had to see what this Wizard of Bra guy or thing looked like. Hold on one second. All right, so I'm gonna bring him up so I can describe him. So it's a man. And he's dressed in Shakespearean-style clothing. His boots curl up. They're just like these funky boots. And he's doing something. I don't know what he's doing with his hands. He's got like some kind of string in his hands. I don't know if it's his mustache. It's in black and white. And he's wearing, it looks like a turban with a feather on it. Not really ideal. Ideal. For a figure animatronic that represents the Wizard of Bras. So I can see why this is not a thing anymore. Maybe like a heart-shaped animatronic or something. Well, speaking of heart shapes. Valentine's Day is around the corner. And, you know, Valentine's Day is going to be different from last year. Just like every holiday has been different in 2020. And the pandemic didn't quite hit until March. So everything before that had been normal a year ago. I know last year in 2020, my husband and I didn't go all out for Valentine's Day. It was, okay, so I remember driving around trying to find a place to eat and all of the major restaurants, of course, were packed. And I think we ended up at Bonefish. Now Bonefish is not my favorite restaurant. They had ahi tuna, which is too small and overpriced, so you're, you leave there hungry. And same thing with the Valentine's Day special that we got um, that day. I think we left the restaurant still pretty hungry. So as you can see Valentine's Day is just it's hard to celebrate to begin with because all the reservations should have been made ahead of time and everybody's out to celebrate and I think it's you know sometimes it's better to just stay home cook watch Netflix or a movie. My husband and I before the pandemic hit we used to go to the movie theaters all the time and go catch a movie with some beer and popcorn. It was just our favorite thing to do, and we haven't done that in so long. So I started to think about what I want to do for Valentine's Day, and I wrote down a few ideas that I think it's worth sharing with you guys. So here's the things that I wrote down. So this one I just talked about, but you can order takeout, wear cute loungewear, get some popcorn, and watch a movie together. You can also curate a lovely picnic and take it to your favorite spot, your favorite park, go on a hike or something, and it would be romantic. Also, go out on a fancy dinner because 2020 I'm sure Valentine's Day in 2021 is not going to be the same as it was a year ago due to the pandemic. So go out there and support a small business and have a lunch or dinner date. You can also do a staycation. Georgetown is a really cute area, and I'm pretty sure they have some really cute bed and breakfasts. I haven't checked yet or maybe there's one nearby in a small town that's not too far from us. Just like when I was in North Carolina, you know, they have Raleigh, Wilmington, Charlotte, Asheville. I need to get familiar with this area over here, as you can see. So those were my ideas for Valentine's Day. Even though I had ideas, I decided to extend the research and I found an article called 16 Stay at Home Valentine's Day Dates. Now, why I was looking for this is because of the pandemic. I realized that some people are, they're quarantined still or locked down and they can't go out and do the things that other people in other parts of the United States can do. So this one's for you guys. Um, okay, so this article, I found it on thesprist.com And it's written by Ashley Carniram, And she wrote it in December of last year. So it's a very new article. And it has... new ideas pertaining to everyone's situation in this pandemic. So she notes the old Netflix and chill, of course, it's overplayed, probably the thing that you do every day, but she did add a little twist and that's rewatching a movie from your first date. And that would make it more sentimental and more special. She talks about fondue night, which sounds really fun. I've never done fondue, but she claims that it is a romantic time. Okay. For all you single ladies out there. This one's a fun one. You can create a at home spa. Now I love doing this. Even when it's not Valentine's Day, I do this every Sunday, usually, if I can find time. And what you can do is you can play some music, spa music, get rid of all of the extra noise to turn off the TV, don't listen to podcasts, and just play some spa music, relax, light a candle, maybe add some essential oils into the air and do bubble bath, followed it up with a facial and then a little Manny and Petty Sash. So good, so relaxing, self care, and you're going to feel beautiful at the end of the session. So I'm just going to point out, she did list 16 of them. I'm not going to list all 16 of them, but you guys can go and look it up yourself. I will leave the link on the podcast notes. So one of the other ones she pointed out, and I've said this one to an indoor picnic. Now I'm thinking if you have a house and capabilities and it's warm enough, you can even do a picnic in your backyard if you can't go anywhere. Um, and if you still don't wanna leave your house, you can do that as well. On top of that, you can do a little s'more not, s'mores night where you can make them inside or if you have the ability to make a campfire in your backyard. I know when we were in North Carolina, we had that. Um, You can make snores in the backyard, snores. (laughs) You can make s'mores in your backyard. I'm probably not gonna edit that one out. Okay, so a fun activity for the two of you. You can do game nights. You can play chess, checkers. Um, connect Four, I actually want to get that game. You can do a card game, whatever kind of games that you can do that is for like two people or maybe even three people if you have someone else. You can do crafts together, arts and crafts. You can work on a, a home project. I like that one. My husband and I, during the pandemic, we fixed our fence And I helped him, but he did all the hard work. You can also create like a taco bar or a pizza night where you make your own personalized pizza and put it in the oven. I love doing that. I've done that with Mark one time. We need to do that again. I will probably do that tonight because I need to go grocery shopping. So that is all of the Valentine ideas that I have for you guys. I hope that they were helpful We all can just only hope that next year's Valentine's Day will be more eventful. So I've been doing a lot of research on blogging. And then I noticed that a girl that I follow on Instagram, her name is Natalie. So I was inspired. I was inspired by her to write this segment. So If you're on Instagram, look her up. She is, she goes by the handle at the trendy gal underscore. Hold on one second. My dog is trying to come inside the room. Okay. Bug is now with me. She doesn't like closed doors. She hates it, but I need to shut the door because my husband's out there playing video games And I'm also trying to get rid of the echo that's bouncing around on the walls here. So back to what I was saying, Natalie from at the trendy gal, underscore. She did a blog post this week and I read it. It's called, why you should start a blog in 2021. This spoke to me because I had the idea of bringing back my blog at the end of 2020. And I did because of several reasons. So Natalie is a micro blogger, just like myself. Um, She has a following of 8K. And she's also a Pink Lily ambassador. I love Pink Lily, by the way. So go check her out. And we'll just kind of talk through on some key points that she made on her blog and kind of bounce it off of my ideas here. All right. So Natalie's blog posts, again, got me thinking about why I started my blog. As we all know, I shut down QBrandyK.com back in 2018 because I just felt like nobody was reading my blog and it was just worth, it, it cost too much money too much of my time and energy, and a lot of bloggers are just blogging off of Instagram, so I was gonna do that instead. Well, December, I decided to bring it back, and Natalie talks about the reality of what if I, Instagram, I was about to say IG, IG, Instagram, same thing. What if Instagram were to disappear? Then what would you do? I'm gonna go further and elaborate on the possibilities of social media just disappearing. I agree with her statement. All of your hard work will be gone. And for me, well, I don't make any money blogging, it's just a hobby for me, but you know, I do try. Um, the issues with 2020 into 21 has brought a whole new perspective to me on social media and blogging and blogging platforms. So I decided that I didn't want to keep just one platform anymore. Like I do the majority of my blogging through Instagram and I connect with you guys through Instagram. But I was thinking in the back of my mind, like what if, People decided to leave Instagram because it did happen at the end of this year I have a ton of friends that decided to go silent on Instagram they're just they're done with it and for several reasons they're done with it they're bored with it whatever it is they're just not active anymore and I'm gonna go into my theories here so the first theory that I have is that Instagram is just not the space that it used to be. It has too much political rhetoric in it now, and it's just not a space that you can escape into anymore. Like before, you used to be able to escape from the news and the world problems and just focus on fashion. Well, now all of that is all over social media. Something major happens in the world, you will find a few influencers talking about it. And I mean, this is happening, unfortunately, that influencer might say something that doesn't quite align with what your values, thoughts, and beliefs are. So you want to follow them. Now, I haven't done that. I won't do that. But I... It has been done to me. And it was like earlier in 2020 in May when the whole mess came out. Um, yeah, I got to unfollow just because there was something that happened that I didn't believe should have happened. And I talked about it. So I really try to keep my political beliefs reserved for myself because I don't want to piss off people It's not what I wanna do. I wanna, I don't follow people because of their political beliefs. I follow them because of their content, their fashion, and their ability to inspire. Those are the reasons why I follow people to begin with. And I've made a lot of girlfriends on Instagram over fashion. So another theory that I have is that some people are deciding to just get off Instagram because they are tired of the oversaturation of bloggers, everyone sharing the same things and the overconsumption. It's not attractive anymore, I guess. And it can be tiring to watch sometimes because all you get is like sales pitch every day when really you're just wanting to know how they're doing but you know you'll get those bloggers that talk about a touching subject and then somehow they find a way to turn it into a promotion or a sales pitch hey swipe up buy this from me you need it it's an art It really is. And it can really turn off a lot of people because it just doesn't seem genuine. Some of these fashionistas that I follow have turned away from Instagram because they're dealing with hardship themselves with the whole events of 2020. And, you know, maybe they are tired of watching the overconsumption still going on. And I've had somebody tell me that it's a little tone deaf to even get on anymore and ask people to buy things from you because there's so much going on. There's more important things that are happening in this world than swipe up on my, I don't know, cherry lipstick. I just threw that at... That was random. (laughs) However... I always have a nostalgic side to me, and I just wish that we can go back to the days of the beginning of blogging, Instagram, and reward style, you know, especially during my time. It wasn't the beginning, but it was in the midst of it. Like, um, when was it? 2017, I got reward style. I got into the program, and I was doing really well. Um, I mean, not amazing just well and I was making most of my friends in 2016 and 2017 so as for me I'm gonna keep doing what what I know best what I love doing um I'm kind of in between it all I I see both sides of it and it's still a place for me where I can escape I do appreciate those bloggers that do not share political beliefs and you know constantly sharing them and talking about um what do you call it all the world problems that are happening even though I do it myself I really do um but I do appreciate a blogger that doesn't do it because it doesn't make you feel a certain way it brings positivity into your space and yeah you know I aspire to be like them. I really do. So I still like sharing things that inspire me. I like showing you guys trends and getting feedback on the trends that I see. So when I posted my first blog post, I actually got on my stories, found some pieces that relate to the trends that I see for 2021. And I created a poll. And most of you guys feel the same way. I do. Okay, so the way I feel about these trends, I'm not thrilled about most of it. I don't see anything that I want to like run out and go buy, but this is kind of how it goes for me most of the time. Every time there's a new trend that comes out, I'm kind of like on the fence about it. Like, I don't know how I feel. Sometimes I think they're tacky, and then sometimes they do eventually grow on me. Like, tie-dye was something that I was not on board with from the beginning. And then they came out with, like, really cute tie-dye pieces, and I caved, and, yeah, tie-dye grew on me. I Now, I don't own everything tie-dye. I honestly, in the beginning, I honestly thought it was a little immature. I didn't feel... um I don't know, but I have a few pieces now that are tie-dye and I don't mind wearing it and I will share it with you guys. Um, another thing that I was not on board with that I never warmed up to. So, okay, a pair of Birkenstocks, bucket hats, and Golden Goose sneakers. Ew, I don't know. Those things never grew on me. And probably never will. I haven't seen Birkenstocks in a while, so I kind of hope that trend died, to be honest. Okay, and I know when I was going to name off some more things, I was talking about one thing and I ended up throwing three things at you guys. I don't know, I do that sometimes. Like, I will be on a path and then I go three different directions. (sighs) Okay, so the last thing I'm going to talk about with blogs in 2021. So, Natalie also stated in her blog that people do read blogs. This was something that I was wondering for such a long time. This was some this was the reason why I gave up my blog back in 2018. But she says they do and she gave an example and that was Pinterest. I didn't even think about Pinterest. Like Pinterest was never on my mind when it came to blogs, and it makes sense. Like, why didn't I think about this before? She is so right. Um, I used to go on Pinterest back in the day, and I used to be a part of these Pinterest groups for bloggers where we would post our blog and we would go in and support each other through Pinterest. I haven't done that in so long, but. I need to research that again. I need to get back into Pinterest. For me, Pinterest is always a place before blogging. And in the recent days, whenever I get on Pinterest, I would look for party ideas, maybe content ideas. But usually I get on there for food and drink recipes. That is the main reason why I get on Pinterest Like if I'm to get on at all, that's why I get on. So I do have a Pinterest business account and I do have some of my blog posts on there still. I will go through it and I'll see how I can use Pinterest for my new journey with blogging in 2021. So those are the topics that I have for you guys today. Now, I'm going to share my little inspo with you guys, and actually, I'm sharing one product, but I'm going to talk about two. So, the one that I decided to share with you guys is the Moroccan Treatment Oil, the Moroccan Oil Treatment. I've, I've had it for three years now. It's a really, really good product. So, back in 2018, I went on a little trip for work. We went to Fort Polk for some training stuff, and... The lieutenant that I was staying with, she had the Moroccan oil with her, and it, it seemed to work for her hair, so I decided to go buy it and try it for myself because it would tame her hair whenever she had to put it up for work, and I always need that for some reason, my hair. I always get, like, little flyaways, but anyway... I fell in love with a product, and I've purchased it about three times since. The stuff does last a long time if you use it wisely. So this product is infused with argan oil, and it's a treatment for softer hair, and it gives you shine, and it takes away the frizz. And the best part is it smells amazing. It's got like this floral scent. And I don't know, I'm obsessed with it. Um, So you just apply a small amount to your towel dry hair. And you want to put it like on the mid part of your hair to the ends. So the ends is what what's going to need it the most. Never put it on your roots. Um, So yeah, I use it to tame my flyaways and my split ends. And it's best for medium to thick hair, which I have thick hair. My old hairstylist will tell you so herself. (laughs) Um, So like I said, I've bought it three times already. I've bought the 3.4 ounce, which is the one I have. And it is pricey. Um, I spent $44 on that bottle. And then I've also bought the travel size, which was like 1.7 ounces. And that one was $34. So it's a great product, but in contrast, I will talk about another product that I also do like, but um, I really wanted to focus on the Moroccan oil. So I cannot deny the fact that the Oroplex Number 7 Bonding Oil is a huge topic for most bloggers. They rave about it all the time. Um, Back in the fall of 2019, my hairstylist, back in North Carolina, She recommended this one to me, and I love it. I really do. It was a good recommendation. Um, It does more for your hair, as I looked it up. So it protects your color. It gives you heat protection up to 450 degrees Fahrenheit. It's infused with grape seed and tea, green tea oil, and it's got anti-aging compounds, vitamins, vitamins. It's good for all kinds of hair and fine hair too. And the smell, though, both of them are really good. I just, I love the Moroccan oil smell more. The smell, it's very light. It's still like a little floral, but it's so light and a little sweet. So again, better properties, better things mentioned on the Oroplex versus the Moroccan oil. So this one, the Oroplex is vegan, cruelty-free, gluten-free, and comes in a recycling bottle or packaging. On the Sephora website, it's got a clean logo, and that means that it's less than 1% synthetic fragrance. So supposed to be better for your hair, Um, I like them both, and I guess the Oroplex, it's better, too, because for one ounce, maybe it's about the same. Well, for one ounce, you're paying $28. I guess it's about the same. Um, Again, I love the Moroccan oil. It's got a really good scent to it that I'm just in love with, and they both work the same for me. And as you can see, the Oroplex just has more perks and I will post them on my like to know it and I will share my stories on my IG. So be sure to check them out. And if you want to support me, buy them through me. I will love you forever. Okay, so for this podcast, I'm not sure what direction it's going to go in, but I think as... audio blog it kind of works out for me coming up here and speaking by myself and other takeaways for this podcast try universal studios try going there for halloween horror nights it is an experience that you will not forget hopefully halloween horror nights is going to be a thing this fall i can't wait and if you have friends on instagram that are not really present on Instagram anymore, do check on them. I have a few of the girls that I stayed connected with. I have their numbers and I check on them from time to time just to make sure that they're doing well. Um, And I like to stay connected. I loved being connected with them on Instagram and I will probably always stay connected with them despite what is going on in society. And then for those of you who are getting creative with these tiny celebrations because you're on lockdown or whatnot, um, you know, events like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day coming up, send me a DM on Instagram at Brandy underscore Kimberly. I would love to know what creative ideas you guys have for the celebrate for celebrating Valentine's Day. If you are thinking about starting a blog, don't wait a day. Just do it. You can start a free blog. You can do it on WordPress. You can do it on Blogger. I've had both. Um, So Blogger is my favorite. Okay, so out of the two, I liked Blogger because it helped me. So I was still able to post my reward style content on it, where I don't know if it's the same, but when I had my free WordPress, it did not allow you to do those things. So definitely check both of them out and see which one is best for you. Um, And if you're interested in looking at my blogger, it's called a dose of inspiration at blogspot.com. Um, My original WordPress that I had a long time ago back in 2015, I don't have that anymore. I got rid of it. I think I had about maybe 10 to 15 posts on it from my beginning blogger days. And then I switched over to cutebrandyk.com. So definitely check out that website. I have some really old blog posts with... It had advice on how to start your own blog now I should really go back in there reread them update them if I need to because I'm pretty sure they're still relevant today but I'll look into it and definitely check out the Moroccan oil or or plex it's definitely a good buy I highly highly suggest them and I don't have anything else for you guys this week. I hope you guys enjoy your week. Bugs here with me. Bugs going to say bye. Say bye. Say bye. All that noise, that's her. <laughs> okay, have a good one, guys. Perfect.